1: This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Top Two is
0: like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. from Comedy Central's World News Headquarters in New York. This is The Daily Show with Trevor Noah.
1: Ears Edition.
0: Rapper and actor, Ludacris is here, everybody. But first up, the first, the Winter Olympics are in full swing, which means we get all the pageantry of Russian cheating on ice.
1: After winning bronze in mixed curling, Russian Alexander Khrushchevinsky has tested positive for a banned substance. Curling requires
0: slow, precise movements where a granite rock is swept down the ice. So word that Russian curler Alexander Krushelnitsky may have used a banned substance meldonium has sent shockwaves to the Olympic Village. We're trying to make it the cleanest sport as possible and these games clean and there's no no place for it in the Olympics for cheating and doping. Yeah, curling should be the cleanest event. The entire sport is sweeping. In fact, the only thing cleaner than the ice is the seats because no one's watching. Will the Russians cheat at everything? What a waste of steroids. Think about it. Because you're like, I take the steroids. What are you doing? This athlete is having the worst week ever. Think about it. He lost his medal, his balls have shrank, and he's still just a curler. But let's move on. Let's move on to the continuing story of the school shooting in Parkland, Florida. It's been one week now since the tragic uh, event occurred, and it appears progress might be coming from an unlikely source.
1: President Trump is offering some insight into what the White House may be working on in the wake of last week's school shooting in Florida. The president is tweeting his support for strengthening background checks for gun purchases, and he's directed his Justice Department to draft a ban on bump stocks, which make it easier to fire rounds more quickly.
0: That's right. President Trump might be supporting a ban on bump stocks and the strengthening of background checks, which is weird, right? Trump might do something good. Yeah. You know you don't know how to feel about that. It's, yeah. It's like getting hit on by someone really hot, but they're also your cousin. It's like, I'm flattered, but I can't go home with you. You know, like call me when both our parents are dead? Cause, no, cause that's how it works, right? Yeah? If your parents are dead, then you can smash? No? Okay, just me. Uh, Anyway, uh, maybe the reason the president has signaled this about-face on gun safety is because he's watching the same kids we've all been watching over the past few days, survivors of the shooting who have been speaking out. The only reason that we've gotten so far is because we are not afraid of losing money, we are not afraid of getting re-elected or not getting reelected. We have nothing to lose. I beseech our American lawmakers from Congress and Senate to stop slinging mud across the aisle and come up with a bipartisan solution to an obvious epidemic of gun violence and mass shooting in America. They don't need to tell us that we don't know what we're talking about. We have stared down the barrel of an AR-15 ourselves. We're just trying to not let 17 of us get shot in the face again. I think uh, that last kid is very relatable. <laughs> I too do not wish to be shot in the face. Yeah, wherever Malala is right now, she's like, that's what I've been saying. Yeah, we're all on the same page. Now, most people who see those kids are impressed by how articulate they are and they're inspired by their passion. Other people, like ex-Congressman and paid CNN contributor Jack Kingston, they think it's suspicious that these kids say they don't want to be shot in the face.
1: I think it's a horrible tragedy, and I'm heartbroken, but I also know that their sorrow can very easily be hijacked mm-hmm. by left-wing groups do you who think have an agenda. I, I, well, let's ask ourselves, do we really think and I say this sincerely, do we really think 17 year olds on their own are gonna plan a nationwide rally?
0: I say this sincerely, get the out of here, man. Really, really, you think, you think adults can convince teenagers to do something they don't wanna do, really? Like, you think these kids were actually pro-gun and then what, George Soros showed up and he was like, who wants Skittles, yeah. You're shocked that these kids can plan a few events? Like, this, if this guy had even seen one movie about high school, he would know that planning rallies is at least 30% of being a teenager, right? Yeah, the other 70% is falling in love with vampires. That's all it basically is. And I'm not saying that these kids aren't getting any help from adults, right? But that doesn't mean it's not their idea the same way that teenagers get grown-ups to help them buy booze. Like, that's what they do. Yeah, when that happens, we're not like, really? Who made you want to get crunk tonight? Who was it, huh? Was it the Democrats? (laughs) Now, some pro-gun advocates are taking the opposite approach, right? They do believe that these kids are acting without adult supervision, and for them, that's exactly the problem the media is focused more on a teenager's expertise in supply-side control measures for guns, which, Tucker, let's be candid, they probably have not studied a very complicated, layered issue. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, you're right. These kids may not be professors in guns, but maybe being in a mass shooting gets you an honorary degree. Yeah? Maybe? Just maybe? (laughs) You do, realize, you do realize that if people weren't allowed to share their opinions unless they'd studied the issue, then Donald Trump would never be allowed to speak, right? Never allowed to speak. Because, I mean, the only thing he studied is real estate and cheeseburgers, that's it. It goes bun, patty, cheese, lettuce, tomato. You can ask for the tomato to be removed. A lot of people don't know that, folks. It's a layered issue issue. <laughs> but maybe the most disturbing attack on the survivors of this shooting isn't about their age or their expertise. It's the claim that they were never involved in a shooting at all. Social media is being inundated with conspiracy theories, claiming that some yeah, of the grieving students it's fighting it's for it's gun, it's gun it's control are actually hired actors. Explorers. Some uh, posts like this one being shared more than 100,000 times. You know, I honestly still can't believe that this conspiracy is even a thing. Aside from everything else and how disgusting it is, have you ever met an actor? Huh? You think these kids are actors in a secret world? No actor would be able to participate in a secret conspiracy. Like, if they played diarrhea guy number three in a commercial, that's how they introduce themselves at every single party. They'd be like, uh, nice to meet you. You probably know it from my work. Uh, Yeah, that's me, that's me, yeah. That's me all the time. Here's what I find funny about this whole debate. Most of it, and most of the arguments boil down to one idea. Teenagers are too young, too emotional, too inexperienced to talk about guns. Yeah, but as soon as they turn 18 they can own as many of those bad boys as they want. And I guess, in a way, this is how you know these these students are are having an effect. You've never seen gun advocates so desperate that they'd start attacking the victims of a mass shooting. And that's the power of these teenagers. We'll be right back. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured, not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Welcome back to the Daily Show. My guest tonight is a Grammy Award-winning rapper, actor, as well as host and executive producer of MTV's Fear Factor Season from Hell. Please welcome Ludacris.
1: Thanks for having me. What a live studio audience oh, you yeah, have. Real pizza, real real pizza. Yeah. By the way, I don't even know if they know. A happy belated birthday, oh, my thank man. You, birthday man. Was your birthday. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank, you. thank you so much. What did you do to celebrate? What did I do to celebrate? Or have you celebrated no, yet?
0: No, I don't do anything. I just get older.
1: Okay, well, we're going we're gonna have to throw you a surprise party after this. We'll figure yeah. it out. Yeah. <laughs> Like it won't be Firefighter from Ludacris. It yeah. won't be Fear Factor style <laughs> trends. They're not, not Fear Factor. I hope it's surprise. not Fear
0: Factor because this is one of those shows that every time I watch, I go, yeah, I could do that. And then I'm like, no, I couldn't do that. I couldn't do, <laughs> I couldn't do most of the things. Fear Factor is back and it's back with a bang. Yeah. It's one of the highest ratings we've ever seen. You've come in as an executive producer and you're hosting the show as
1: well. Yes, sir. This is season from hell. Right. What does that mean on a show where everything already <laughs> felt like it was from hell? <laughs> That means that, you know, we do our homework, we find out exactly what people are most afraid of individually, and then we kind of cater that to them. So that's really what it's their own personal hell, and that's what it's all about. Why, why, would, why would you do this? <laughs> Well, you just said it for ratings. You know a little <laughs> you know something about ratings. <laughs> you know a little something about that. Right, but do you do you think
0: do you think people ever get anything because I don't understand why anyone would want to do it beyond the prizes, obviously. Yeah. But like,
1: why would you want to do it? Honestly, because the whole moral to the to the story is to overcome your fears. That's what right. life is supposed to be all about. You gotta tackle your fears head on. I always say, why tiptoe through life to arrive safely at death? Oh, no. Man, that's powerful. That's powerful. You should Very run powerful. through life and die early. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Run through life and die. Ever. Maybe somewhere in between. Somewhere Let's in between meet ourselves jog through life and get somewhere and then die. I like this. Yeah, yeah, you're working yeah. this out. Exactly.
0: Yeah, but like when like when you're making the show, I was always I always watch Fear Factor and then there'll be like stunts that people will do. In this in this in this uh, iteration of Fear Factor, it feels like there's been a millennial bent to it. Like the, yeah. like I mean you you had people climb a skyscraper to rescue their cell phone?
1: Absolutely, because we all know millennials are most afraid of losing their cell phone. (laughs) So, you know, we've catered things to be more relevant to the culture and technology of today. So that's the beauty of it. That's the have, beauty of it. Have
0: these people never heard of
1: insurance? They- <laughs> Listen, not only do they, have they not heard of insurance, they don't, if they were to lose their phones, they wouldn't even know how to call their own mama, man. <laughs> and you know that. So you got to, you have to be very particular for these individuals.
0: Like, I, you, you always seem like you, you're you always composed on the show. You're always chilled. You're telling people what to do. Because I don't if, have to do this stuff. That's what I want to know. Yeah, <laughs> but that's what I wanted to know. I've always wanted to know. What is the thing that Luda couldn't do? Are you you, are you a heights person, or are you, like, a creepy-crawly person? You're a speed... What's the thing that really scares you?
1: You mean besides being under this presidency that we're under right now? <laughs> uh, <okay>. uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. i Um, so the things that scare me the most besides, honestly, that and, like, people that want to take pictures in the men's bathroom, like, I, I don't want to... <laughs> Does that also happen to you? It does, man. I never want a stall or, a, yeah. like, to be in the background of a picture that's taking, like, hell no, I'm not taking a picture in the that, men's That's, back. like, the
0: most... That's, people think that's but that's a thing that happens to, to many people who on TV or radio or music, whatever. Any exactly. celebrity, people oh. just come up to you in a bathroom, especially, like, for guys. I think it's because we stand next to each other. <laughs> and then a person will look over and be like, hey, Luda! <laughs> right. I- <laughs>
1: I absolutely hate that I actually made fun of it on one of my videos a long time ago. Right, Get right, back. Right. But honestly, like, being out in open water, murky water, and something brushing up against my leg and me not knowing what it is, that scares me more than anything. Sea creatures, sea monsters, sharks, all of that. When you're out in... <laughs> when you're powerless and you're just out in the middle of nowhere, not that I would randomly be out in the middle of nowhere, but I'm yeah. just telling you. That's what scares... The thought of it scares me. That's basically what I'm saying.
0: Okay, so... What's, what's, what are no, you
1: most afraid of?
0: What am I most afraid of? Starving. <laughs> No, Jen. I'm most afraid of being hungry. Like, that's my greatest fear. It's yeah. like, if you've really been, like, so when I watch Fear Factor, here's the funny thing, a lot of the time, the things you make people eat are right. things that as Africans, we eat generally. <laughs> so, and people think this is crazy, but they'll be like, they'll be like, oh, there's like this, there was one where it was like a type of worm that we eat in South Africa, so call them right. a pani worm. And they were like, you're going to eat them? Everyone's like, Ehh, <laughs> Ehh. And I'm like, oh, I need to order some food. Yeah. I need to... <laughs> It's, just, it's like a cultural thing that switches out.
1: Well, believe it or not, we did a study on what most people are the most scared of, yeah. and, and can, you would never believe what it is, just generally speaking, what people are most afraid of. Well, what can you guess?
0: I, I would think it's probably
1: public speaking. Okay, no. The answer is birds. People are most afraid of birds. What do you mean birds? Birds. Like, if a bird is flying and comes near you like it's about to attack you or something like that, well, people are Well, I feel just like you need to amend that. People are afraid of crazy birds. Why is the bird flying to you? <laughs> Birds in general, even that's if That's not just to-
0: birds in general. That's a crazy bird. Birds flying to you, you're well, not afraid not of that? we're not talking
1: about people that live in New York City, because y'all have crazy birds flying yeah. towards you all yeah. the yeah. time. Yeah, in New York, that makes sense. We're talking about everywhere else. Just people are afraid of birds. Afraid of birds. Just flying to them. That seems insane. Flying near them, close to them, anything. They're just afraid of birds. And, I- of course, dropping above them. Or flying above them. <laughs> <laughs> And dropping above them. Uh, you are definitely not
0: afraid of speed. That's <laughs> one thing we know from uh, the Fast and Furious franchise. It's yep. blown up... All thank over you, the world. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we've watched you uh, and the team from the beginning. There was a point where the movie seemed like it wasn't happening anymore, and then people were like, wait, wait, wait. It, yeah. Is Fast and Furious finished? Was, there's stories about Tyrese and The Rock and everything else, and they're like, is the franchise gone? Are we gonna see you guys back together? Is the family gonna come back together? I believe
1: again? we are going to come back together. Um, from what I understand, we're gonna start shooting next year, and there should be a Fast Nine coming in 2020, ladies and right. gentlemen. So hopefully, hopefully that happens. And we're supposed to do. We're supposed to do two more, so it's supposed to be a nine and then end on ten. Right. Yeah.
0: I have, I have one gripe with you. When you guys were doing Fast and the Furious, the most recent one, you were shooting it in New York, Yeah. and there were like chase scenes, and I was like, but th- you can't drive anywhere in New York. <laughs>
1: Listen, I said the same thing, but that's what... I was that's like, what... that's unreal. What road are you guys on? That was... I was just like, I don't, I don't know what that is. Well, I don't know if you've seen most of the Fast and Furious <laughs> movies, but some pretty unrealistic things going on, but that's... <laughs> That's, that's what, what the, it fun That's right? what the theatrical experience is all about That's what it's all about <laughs> And that's what people love man. Let's talk about Luda and the career Luda's, yeah. Luda's hitting
0: some milestones I was shocked to find out that this year You're going to be celebrating 20 years
1: Oh man Since your first album came out Amazing You're making me feel old years? 20 years yeah. Yeah. yeah, In two years so in 2020, my first our first album came out in 2000. Right. So in 2020, oh, so we... celebrate. so 2020
0: was going to be 20 years. Yes,
1: we will celebrate 20 years. Oh, you, And you're getting back into music now, right? 100%. I, I got to get back into music. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we- it's myself. Right. Because, yeah. I,
0: because like the last I saw it was like Luda was gone for a bit and then I saw you were acting and stuff and then I was in Atlanta and there's like a place that's like is like a, a beer and what it was chicken, chicken and, and beer, beer? in the
1: restaurant. And so I thought
0: it was a joke they were like chicken and beer brought to you by Ludacris in the airport. It's like a restaurant. And I was absolutely. like that's, that's
1: not real. It's 100% real. And here's the thing. My third album was called Chicken and Beer. So to see you know to see it come from an album title to an actual restaurant in the busiest airport in the world is amazing to me. Come in. Come in. big
0: things 20 years. fear factor coming back again Mark it'll day. premiere february 25th at 7 <laughs> p.m. on mtv Chris, everybody the daily show with trevor noah ears edition watch the daily show weeknights at 11 10 central on comedy central and the comedy central app Watch full episodes and videos at thedailyshow.com and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for exclusive content and more. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical
1: speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99.